Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts, it's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i am naomi we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians on couples therapy we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners naomi thanksgiving's next week thanksgiving is next week. my favorite holiday I don't know. By the way, we are recording this. This is election day. I don't know if uh, what the fuck is going to happen. So yeah. So if our mood doesn't seem to match the world burning, just know we recorded it on a day before we had all the answers. Right. Okay. If, FYI, you know, you peeking back behind the curtain. If uh, shitbag Rick Caruso is suddenly Los Angeles's mayor, we're going to be actually sad. So uh, but we're recording that before that could possibly happen. You know, but uh, I don't know how much uh, weight does Katy Perry's uh, Instagram carry now? I mean, is she gonna, you know, really like throw off the vote? Is everyone gonna be like, I want to be like uh, Left Shark? I mean, my one hope is that anybody who would actually look at Katy Perry's voting choices and use them as their own would be too lazy to actually go vote. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, fingies crossed. Like, that's kind of what I'm feeling about the whole situation. Yeah. But let's talk about my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. which is a holiday that is pure and honest and true. Mm -hmm. It is about eating. 
Yes. And it doesn't pretend to be about anything else. Well, it kind of talks about being thankful, but then they don't want to deal with the fact that we stole this land we all eaten on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it is the biggest lie of all. The point is, I get to have stuffing and gravy. Okay? Because I seem like you can only get stuffing two times a year. I swear to God. In this world. What is, what's the other time? Well, really just like the two months of like November and December. Because uh-huh. you can technically have stuffing, you know, at Christmas too. But you can't get stuffing any other time. Uh-huh. Trust me, I go to Whole Foods, I ask. See, we don't, you know, there's no like Hanukkah stuffing. You don't like, you know. But you don't like stuffing in general. You could be having stuffing at Thanksgiving. Right. But we don't put like, you don't open you don't... up a brisket and then jam some stuffing in it. <laughs> I think that would be delicious. Actually, you know what it would be? It would be a, I would call it a brisket roll up. Uh, I would take the, the strip of meat. I would put the stuff in and then I'd roll it. And then I let that bake right up. Hey, That'd I mean, be delicious. All right. Let's open a restaurant. That can't, that can't be difficult, right? <laughs> Nope, not People at all. People are opening restaurants left and right because it's, it's such an easy kind of they only business. Need, they only need to be open four days a week yeah. in Los Angeles. Oh, well, you, we literally saw it, you guys. There's a restaurant that's open five days a week, five hours a day. I said, that's part-time. That is a part-time restaurant. Well, Naomi, that is that just underscores my theory that half of the restaurants in this city are money laundering schemes. I know, I know because really how much... 25 hours y'all where you actually can bring in the money a friend of ours was in town and she was trying to figure out where we could go to eat and she suggested this one place and i was like oh yeah that sounds good and then she goes to make a reservation she's like oh yeah they're closed on sundays a restaurant is closed on a sunday weekend weekend a weekend you know it ain't about religion it's not like yeah, they're like we have to honor the Lord by sitting this day out. Yeah, there's no, no, no blue it laws is. in Los Angeles. I don't feel like it. Uh-uh. They just don't feel like they don't it's need wild. to because it's a money laundering scheme for some fucked up bank or some shit. But Thanksgiving, here's Naomi. Love Thanksgiving. All I want is mashed potatoes. All I want is honey, whatever. Honey carrots, glazed carrots. Honey Andy glazed will carrots. literally just eat like. I find mashed potatoes to be so dense and to Mm -hmm. see the amount Mm -hmm. of mashed potato he can fit in his Mm -hmm. petite body Mm -hmm. is mind-boggling. Give me rolls and butter. Oh, that's all I want. It's a carb plate. It's a carb plate. But here's the thing. For vegetarians, for vegans, I have found this difficult because there is no good mane. Every mane that tries to like mimic turkey, like a a field roast, a mushroom roast, whatever, looks and tastes like shit. Mm. Like absolute feces okay because <laughs> i realized i'm like oh it's gross that i said that in the first place so let me double down and then i would try to re-describe it well i tried to re-describe it and then that's the only thing that came into my head <laughs> so, but that's the thing but this year Naomi, i feel like we're turning a corner because we're ordering stuff from whole foods yes and you said hey look here's the web usually you just i, I just let you order and i'm like yeah you know, whatever. But this time you said you sent me the link and you're like, hey, you should choose. And I found something, Naomi, yeah. that might revolutionize. It might revolutionize Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's because for the Whole Foods Thanksgiving selections, lasagna. There is a lasagna. And I'm like, yes, make me Garfield. I am thankful for being Garfield this Thanksgiving. So we about to get a five cheese lasagna, <laughs> enough lasagna for six people that I hope Andy will graze on all week because mm-hmm. that's a lot of lasagna. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I've you already to like lasagna. Yes, yes. I've already pictured it in my head. I'm like, 
I've like, oh yes, the, these are the days that I will be eating lasagna. Yeah. Here's how long the mashed potatoes will last. Because you can't. I, I think what's going to be very difficult is that it doesn't really fit. It doesn't fit the honey glazed carrots, and we're getting what some green beans, and then yeah. you know the mashed potatoes. It doesn't fit with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But as you know, I am used to kind of like tetrising a meal together yes. from a bunch of disparate sources. Yes. So I think my palate can handle it. Right. I think especially, well, you know, we've also done something a little while. We're also going to have a salad. You know, and I'm really against salad in general. Mm-hmm. But at Thanksgiving, it's like, what is this, a sweet oh, green? It's but, got cranberries. But lasagna and salad is a perfectly good meal. Pecans. So Andy will really just be having a, a nice Italian dinner this Thanksgiving <laughs> and the entire week after. <laughs> We're going wild. We are. I love, I'm, you know, Sometimes people treat you because we're a couple without kids that we're like not a family. But it's like for me, Andy and I are a family and this is our Thanksgiving tradition that started in Thanksgiving 2020. And I love it. I order from Whole Foods, bunch of stuff, heat it up, heat up two plates worth, whatever you want. It's like make your plate and then heat that up. Perfection. And then just eat a bunch and then watch TV. And I've never felt better. All the traveling around Thanksgiving, the intensity, the headache. I'm like, absolutely not, you know? So I think we're going to just try to, like, have a moment with some Whole Foods. And that's something I'm looking forward to. That's what it's all about. Speaking of things I'm looking forward to, two days from now, you can come to my show at the Bell House yes. in Brooklyn. Late show. 7.30 is already sold out, babes. Okay, the early birds got that worm. So now <laughs> is the 10 p.m. show. Come through. I've got... Pat Regan, Aparna Nancharla, Irene Morales. Oh, We're going to have fun. It's going to be a good time at the Bell House in Brooklyn at 10 p.m. I promise I have you out by 1130 because you know I want to sleep as bad as you do. And also, you know how to run a show. Right and tight so you can have a good night. That's what I say. That's hey, what I say. You know what else you need to have a good night, Naomi? Our guest today. Oh, my God. We are talking with a power couple today. Mm. Okay? This was huge. We got to have the wonderfully warm, funny immensely talented and stunning larry fields the third and kirby howell baptiste you've seen larry on shows like i love that for you winning time you see kirby on sandman barry killing eve do you know they have come together as brilliant talented lovers and they have written two children's books one called little black girl oh the things you can do and little black boy oh the things you will do and they are both available today, November 15th. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Los Angeles area, you can see them at the Grove on November 19th. Special event, of course, for the book. These two are wonderful. They are bringing love and light into the world. They are also so funny. Yes. And it was so fun to talk to them. Yeah. So without further ado, can I say it this time, Andy? Roll it. As we are an interracial couple, you are an international. How do you know? How do you? <laughs> to, to yeah. We are an international are. couple. You are. You're international. Yeah. The UK and America <laughs> joining together after yeah, years of being sundered apart. <laughs> I know. Um, how did the romantic love between you two begin? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you meet, okay, we're actors, we're hot young Hollywood, whatever, but how is it like, oh, let's go on a date? Yeah, were you guys at a rave? Is that where it started? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were at a really, really loud rave, and he just did it all with hand signals, and I just know. <laughs> uh, no, we, were, we met at, at my, um, at our manager's office. We have different managers, but we're at the same management company, and um, a long story short, Larry approached me. We just had a very lovely, casual conversation at the office. 
Then he left. We both left. And then um, it was like high school. Like he, my manager said something to his manager and then his <laughs> manager said something to him. He asked his yeah. manager for my number. He got my number. I wasn't on social media at the time. So he had to get, it was old fashioned. He had to call me up. It, it sounded pretty correct that's, in there. Yeah. It sounded Sounded that's pretty truncated, good. Yeah. But that, that's what happened. <laughs> that is the most Hollywood story I've ever heard. Our managers got us together. Wait, I think you guys, I think you and Naomi are at the same management company. A mosaic moment? Yes. A wonderful. What? Well, look at yes. us. Young black Look at us. Here we go. Yeah. Mosaic people. Uh. But see, you guys are together. So that, that's the other part of their job. The other, the other part of that company is they, they set people up. <laughs> they, they manage people's love lives. <laughs> but you haven't, you haven't needed that, that side of it. So. Thank goodness, quite honestly. I, I would leave destruction in my wake. Um, it's a struggle for us. We're at two different agencies. So it's it's real. Whoa. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, it's the real Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> but now, as you said, it was just like a casual, chill conversation. Larry, on on your end, what was it that made you say, I got to get this girl's deeds? Uh, yeah, well, you know, she like walked past in the uh, in Mosaic that day and like she... She doesn't really pay attention when she walks around, so she's just like, you know, she's just like walking around like this. By not paying attention, I'm confident and happy in my own world and my literal imagination constantly. So I do walk around just in here, but there that is go. not not looking. It's around. in there, yeah. <laughs> so you know, she goes up to the uh, this guy named Alex in the office, and like he's the taping guy. And when I saw her walk past, I'm like, "Hey, John, like who was that? that just walked past." I'm about to like go say what's up. So you know, I go over there and um. That's when I knew right then I had to get the details, okay. you know, and then but, you know, her manager came in and sealed the deal on it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's he's a great manager. That's the confidence of good looking people. <laughs> I know that's that confidence. is that is that's, I was going to say we're at, like if I saw someone, I would never at, I would just like slyly like maybe look at them for like half a second, not even a second, a half a second <laughs> in the periphery. And then I and yeah. then I. And then I would be like, oh, that person. <laughs> yeah. And then no, maybe, but you're maybe not, I would I mean, bump into them two years later. I'm telling you, Kirby, he is not even exaggerating. Okay, well, you're not alone in that, though. You're not alone in that because most people don't go up to people. But actually, because especially even more so now, we're this is before the pandemic. Say, but we're like out of the habit of talking to people that we know, let alone, let alone strangers. Yeah. But... We all kind of want it. Like, we do want people to talk to us. We do want someone to come. Like, we all want it. And we all want to talk to people. It's just we're, like, we haven't been, we're, like, being trained yeah, out of it. And I think maybe we have to train ourselves back into it. Yeah, in that moment, you know, when you're looking at them out of your peripheral for that, you know, millisecond, like, if that person would have came up and started spitting to you, you'd have probably been like, oh, okay, cool. All the nervousness would have left. Now it's just you and them communicating. You gotta take a risk though, because it yeah. is a risk. It's a risk. Yeah. That's it, it, you also gonna read, you, well, if you read the room, it's less of a risk. Like, See, I don't read the room. I just go in. <laughs> you do not. You read the room with me. You sound just, like an insane person. I just go in. Just don't read it. the room. That's what. That's my my message. <laughs> that's Larry's message. Just fuck what you've heard. Don't read the room. And just go. <laughs> I mean. You're I should, joking, I but at the same time, Larry, have you always been that kind of person? A real, like, you know, you know what you want and you go for it, not romantically necessarily, yeah. but just in general, right? Like, you're not going to sit here and, like... For sure. I mean, like, everything I've done in my life, I I've, I believe I got by just going for it. So, yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kirby, are you that way? Or are you a more, um, I'm going to weigh it 
see what makes the most sense. What's the right move? Mm, no, no, no. Well, you like weighing it out. I do though. weigh certain things out, but I'm very impulsive. Babe, I moved here with literally no money, no visa, no nothing. Facts, like, facts, I, I, facts. I, but when you got here, it was more like... What are you talking about? You didn't even know me when I got I, here. I, I I'm making it up, <laughs> y'all. I'm making it up. Who's trying to do this to me? You know me. I'm kidding. No, I, uh, I, I think I do weigh... I think I can be indecisive. Mm. I weigh things up. I do weigh things up. I, I, I have something and then I go through all the possibilities. But I, I think I am quite impulsive in general. Like I, I will say this. I bet on myself constantly, always, almost exclusively. So if I want to do something, I want to try something, I want to go for it. I believe that I can. Of course, there is second guessing of other things and situations. But I will say it, at the very least, I'm like, I, I generally like I've got me. So it's like, at least I know that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wait, wait, let's go back to you coming here with no visa and like the clothes yeah, on no your back. Visa, no what much. was that <laughs> Um. Well, my ex, my partner at the time, had come out here to do a get who, who got, he got a job. I guess and... he had someone before me. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot of new information for Larry. Larry isn't the first person I've ever met. Um. So he moved out here and I was at drama school in London and I hated my drama school. And I never really like, to be honest, I wasn't, I wasn't like bright eyed about like, I have to live in Hollywood. It was, it made sense. He moved here. He got a job here. He's trying for all these different places. And we met in San Francisco and then we both moved back. We, I was living in London and we were just, tra- I was traveling and then he moved to London and we moved here. And, um, I started at the Lee Strasberg school. I like paid for, I took, so I dropped out of drama school, but in England we get like, um, I mean, you get them everywhere, but you get grants, um, especially if you like come from like a lower income family. So I got a grant for school um, and it was like four grand. So I took that money, didn't go back to school, <laughs> used it for a plane ticket here and one semester at Lee Strasberg so I could get my initial visa. Like you get like, a, you, like you're here. And then from there, like my, literally my second day in LA, I walked around handing around, handing out my resume and got like a, a job where I got paid cash. Like, I, I mean, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm on it. It's fine. A lack of visa won't stop me. <laughs> what wow. year was this? John Major? Who was the prime minister? Where, 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 John where? Major! Don't you dare age me like that. <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> Blair? Who was who was the prime minister? I can't believe a, a wow. Tory would allow you to take your grant and just <laughs> and just go off to. I think America. it was Tony Blair. It was Tony Blair. But you know, as with a lot of politicians, weirdly, I was having this conversation with my friend last night about Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin seemed like crazy, and she was. But then now, after the last few years, you're like, she was hilarious. She was funny. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like that about Tony Blair. It was like, at first we were like, oh, and now we're like, wow, I'm kind of miss Tony. <laughs> yeah. It's less it's chaotic. Like, like, look, George W. is a insane murderer, but he's uh, he seems buttoned down compared with the insane murderers we got now. All right. right. Yes. George yes. W. is yes. You know, like, I wish I'm like, yes. oh, let him paint. Let him paint. Do yes. what he wants. Yes, yes. Yeah. What let we him- should have done is encouraged him to paint whilst he was present, like, allowed him to express his artistic side whilst he was in this position of power, because then he would have had more balance. It's like, yeah, he shouldn't have he to wait till more. after to be like... Hey, I'm a yeah. delicate flower. He should have been able to be a delicate flower. <laughs> yes, he would have only killed 500,000 Iraqis That's instead true. of a million. That's true. Half. Right. Half. And who hasn't killed someone? 
great. I'm glad y'all said y'all y'all cleared it up when you said that because I was thinking when you said George W. I was like, oh snap, George Washington. Okay, okay, <laughs> what? Oh, okay. George <laughs> George W. Bush. Got it. No. <laughs> George Washington's a freak too. They all are. Is he the one with the wooden teeth? Yeah. yeah. The horse teeth. The horse teeth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and this is exactly why we brought you here today, to talk about (laughs) the murderousness of all of our prime ministers and presidents. Mary, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Detroit. Shout out Detroit. You're from Detroit. That's where my family's from. My mom's family. What? What part? Yes. Um, You know where at? On Joy Road off of Livernoise. What? Joy Road? I used to live on Joy Road in Penrod, yo, on the west side. What are you saying I went to, to me right now? I went to I went to Dixon Elementary. Wow. Okay, which high school? Where were you at high school? Yeah. Uh so I ended up going so middle school I went to Farewell. My sister went to Persian and my brother graduated from uh Southwestern. I ended up moving to Virginia when okay. I was like 13 after this I got my tattoo when I was 12. What you tattoo not you tell people this? <laughs> I think you know about a 12-year-old tattoo. <laughs> What did you uh, get? At a 12 year old. Exactly. Wait, at a real tattoo? I got, I got, or is this like sticking? I got two L's right here, two L's for LL. You know, that's some, it's some Detroit shit. I was going to say know? that's very Detroit. <laughs> something My whole family, something only happened cast. in Detroit. It was all cast. Oh, it went to cast. I know we're, yeah. But that's what's up. I, I grew up in New York, though. So I spent every summer with the Detroit crew. Mm-hmm. That's basically where I would go. Yeah. That was Detroit. It was just so I grew up in Harlem, you know, before Harlem was fancy. So Detroit was like where I lived. Uh, like Detroit was like my uh, suburban yeah. time, which gives you a pretty good sense of what. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, wow, Detroit's so quiet. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but then you did Virginia. Then you did LA. Um. Yep. In Virginia, well, Virginia, and then um, I went to uh, San Antonio for a bit because I was stationed in the military. And then after that, moved out here to LA. You've lived. Mm-hmm. You've lived, Larry. I've lived. Lived. A lot in between there, but we don't have to go into that today. <laughs> <laughs> what branch of the military were you in? I was in the Air Force. Sounds cool. Was it as cool as it sounds? Yeah, it was cool. You know, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it again. Uh-huh. But, mm, if I was mate, nah. I think I'm happy how my life's turning out. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I am you, all because of you, baby. <laughs> all because of me. All, all. You know, we only met each other four years ago. I'm gonna all be because of me. Yeah, big Kirby, part of take it. it. Take the win. What? Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. It's all because of me. Thank you, baby. You're right. It's all because of me. Sorry. I'm. I am working on being softer. This I'm working why... on connecting with my divine feminine and being softer. I'm working on it. Wait, really? What is what made you just like when when did this become a thing you were realizing you wanted to connect with? Well, no, I just I think in general, like because I think our our jobs as well are so self motivated and so like you really like only get what you put in and you have to chase and chase and chase that you also can be, you know, and I'm a Londoner truly like through and through, so I have that kind of like city hardness on me anyway, and then like being very independent and I come from a line of very independent women. And so my natural state is like, I'll do everything I can do all myself. I don't need help. Let's go. And actually it's nice to have help and it's not, you know, and you do need that. And actually you realize that you very much do need to sort of like, you need multiple energies to disperse 
the the responsibilities in life and also the the sort of like baggage as well how did you come to that realization though was there something did you hit a wall somewhere or was it just like a kind of gradual process does larry know the answer he's looking (laughs) it has been a gradual no he doesn't it's been a gradual process but i'll be honest i had i'm not gonna get into it but like i have I, i have had recently a very physical manifestation of stress and I think if, when you're stressed, you think you're stressed, you feel stressed, blah, blah, blah. And, but you can keep going. And then when something physical happens and it is a physical manifestation of your stress, you have to look <laughs> around and go, oh, I thought I was managing it. And then my body has gone, hey, you're not managing it. So we're going to find a way to deal with it. Yep. So that has been, it's truly, and then I just had my birthday. So I just think it's like a lot of things truly in within even like the last week that I've realized, like, I got to just let certain things go. I got to do this. I got to relax. Like I have to find a way to like be relaxed. Cause also it's not like my lifestyle is going to change, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to get more like, I, I want to keep, I love my job. I love my life. So I'm going to have the same stresses. I have to find, I have to figure out how to manage them. Mm-hmm. Now, in your relationship dynamic, which you have you heard that where they say in every relationship there's the flower and the gardener, and it's like one person who kind of primarily does the tending, and the other person who is tended to. I want to thumbs down this, but it seems very true for our relationship. <laughs> I think it's I think it's absolutely a thumbs up. I'm the gardener, and Larry's the flower. Okay, Larry, would you say you're a peony, a poinsettia? What would you say? Hydrangea. <laughs> <laughs> and would you agree with that? Uh, what I agree with one that. person is doing the cultivating, the other one is 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 like gr- growing, it's like benefiting. But it's- you both benefit because if it's like your see, that's the thing exactly though. Because no. one person gets it all and the other person <laughs> sacrifices, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> that's the way it is. I'm the gardener, so all right. Well, she took that piece <laughs> off the Monopoly board, though, right? Uh. <laughs> Would you say you're the gardener? Do you disagree? Because I was like, oh, with with a military background, obviously you're the gardener. I want to know. Yeah, do, you do disagree? I disagree? No, I don't. Staining fences. I don't. Larry's staining fences. I don't disagree. You don't know how we got here. No, I mean, I don't you don't dis- know how we got to stain. I don't disagree. I think, I think that I'm like, I'm just like the family that I come from, like where I come from, like I'm just so chill and everything. I can just like let be. You know what I mean? And. She's so, I got to get it, do, 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 got to move fast. I think that if we could meet in the middle and bring my relaxation to her, her, uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think. What? No, the, you have to, I'll the, my what? The, what would you call it? Articulate it. I would call it, what is that? Uh, no one help him. Do not give him the word. What he is has, the he's word here? Himself. You know I'm bad with words, no, so this is hard. But yeah, you got to do it. The, uh, what do I say all the time? The, the no chill. The no chill. <laughs> you made us wait all that time for no chill. The no, no chill. chill. That's the word I'm going to use. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if, you know, we can bring those to the middle, then they could be... Great. Now, Larry, is the chill for you the chill of repression or is it mm. the chill of water off a duck's back? It like doesn't bother you and it just kind of like. Or is it the chill of of ignorance? <laughs> <laughs> not ignorance as in like you're an ignorant person, but the chill of like just not being aware. 
No, I think I'm I'm very aware. Mm. Yeah. So is War of the Ducks back? He is he is very War of the Ducks back. I will say this: like what I admire, one of the things I admire the most about Larry is his ability to let things go. Although he is a crazy Scorpio in some ways, and you absolutely can't let other things go. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get somebody if you know they, they say they're you. gonna take my pictures, and then the pictures don't come out the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I love specific examples. <laughs> but I will say, yeah, I do I do think your ability to sort of like okay, so like at the party we were at, I was like, Larry, oh my god, everyone's so dressed up, people in dresses, like, are we underdressed? And he was like, Nah, I hadn't really noticed. Like, he doesn't care about stuff like that. He doesn't really care about he's like, I'm having a good time, so it's good. I don't I'm whereas I think I'm hyper aware of not even necessarily what people think, but I'm, I just am like, oh, I, I, I have these like spidey senses always going off in yeah. a in a surrounding, yes. um, and then I can See, center myself. And that's that's the thing. I think it, it has to do with like where we're from too, because like when I took you back home, like to Detroit, mm. my senses were on for other things. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, it's like, liter- like literal mortal danger. Yeah, when yours aren't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we have just different senses for different things. So, like, mine are more like... And know, I was like, let's go for a walk around Detroit. Yeah, uh, and mine are more like survival-based, you know? So... Yeah, I think if you're not in, like... If, if, Drew, not in a, if you're not in a life-threatening situation, you're chill. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so chill. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you are or aren't in a life-threatening situation, you're going to be... Not chill. Uh-huh. I I'm it. chill. But I, I do say, I'm... I was like, yo, like, babe, you know, you just need to, like, just, like, on the weekends. Don't hit, don't hit, me, with, don't, weekends, don't hit me with we, a relax. We gotta, we, no, no, no. We got to find something to do, all right? Like, during the pandemic, y'all, we're at her mom's house. I'm like, yo, I'm about to chill. I'm about to play some video games on my phone. <laughs> Kirby was like, all right, everybody, come into the front room. We have to find some stuff to do, guys. And I'm like, I was like, listen, the government's told us we're going to be in our house for two weeks. We need to figure out what we're going to do in that two weeks. I'm like, like two we- weeks? I'm about to chill. I'm about to sleep. I'm about to enjoy some food. You know what I mean? No, it had to be activities. So baby was like, you know what? But we didn't end up doing activities. We separated in a very good way, as in like you played your games. I did. And I got a chance to read. And, and I you bought just, a flute. <laughs> <laughs> she bought a flute. You Yo. bought a flute? She bought a flute. I started teaching myself flute. I did she teach. Wanted, she I wanted, wanted to play, play the song. I want, no, they, they know the song. You've got to go play the song. I wanted to learn how to play Mask Off on the flute, which I'm still going to do. I'm still going to learn yeah. it. All right, cool. I just, I just honestly don't <laughs> learn well, like, on YouTube. You know, people can just, like, pick something up from YouTube. I YouTube need a is, teacher. Remember I told you YouTube is bad. I know, remember that's what I'm saying. That? It's like, it wouldn't have worked. I, I need a teacher. I you, need to go somewhere. He's YouTube will <laughs> start out, they'd be like, all right, guys, so you do this and you do that and then... Bam, we're already here. Yeah. Like, they jump to it. Yeah, you ch- yes, yeah. Yes. It's like, okay, we're learning the scales. Now you learn how to play like the, the theme tune to Jaws, which is like doo 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 doo. And then the next time it's like, okay, now you're in the Philharmonic. And it's like, <laughs> what? Where's the yeah, right. Well, twinkle, twinkle, little middle? star to Vivaldi. Right. Like that. No yes! in between. No in between. Yes. yes. And then the next video yeah. is like a Nazi video. <laughs> they radicalize you quick. Right. You're frustrated. Because they get you there, you're like, I'm frustrated. And then they're like, QAnon. And you're like, God damn it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now you got to go get a new laptop. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to get free. So. A new laptop. <laughs> yeah. Larry, which Candy Crush were you playing? Friends? Candy Crush Soda? On your Tell phone. them the game you were playing. All right. I, have you heard of RuneScape? Yes! 
Yes. Okay. RuneScape is what I play. All right. Like I'm, you know, every once in a while I gotta hop on there and level up and show everybody on there who's the man. So I gotta get on there and you know, purchase, uh, you know, spend a few hundred dollars in coins and stuff, you know, to to boost my character up. They, those those gaming things. You can't do that. They got so much money during the pandemic. They all did. of those gaming they did. things. Because I'm, I'm playing this one. It was like Shadow Ninjas or something on the phone. And like I'm like fucking people up, destroying them, right? And then baby's like, look, you only get $20 to spend on there. And I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, we don't have joint, a joint bank account. His money is, a, is his own. Mine is my own. But I was like, <laughs> do not spend more than $20 this, on that game. This game has figured out a way to keep you engaged but also take your money right mm-hmm. so that's gambling yeah so like but but it, they did it so well because i'm playing and i'm beating them up and you know i'm getting stronger and then all of a sudden on one level you just can't beat this guy no more no matter what you do so now it's like upgrade your gear here pay twenty dollars but also you know I, mean? I will say the caveat is we were in lockdown very unexpectedly in London. Had we yeah. been here, Larry would have had his PlayStation. I would have a PlayStation on there. You know, it's pretty fair. Yeah, but so. we were in London, so he really had to make do. I had to and make do. And we kept not knowing, like everyone, how yeah. long it would be till we yeah. got back. So it was like, we're not going to buy another one. Like, you know, like, right. we're gonna be, who knows? We'll get a flight next week, maybe. Like, you know, it just right. extended and extended and extended. And then they took me for 500 You didn't spend $500 on that game. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, I said... Larry. I said, Larry. 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 This is what we don't Larry. do. We don't and will never have a joint bank account. Ever. <laughs> you do what you want with your money. I do what I want with my money. Yes. I will still judge, but either. you do what but essentially you do get to do what you want with your yeah, money. Yeah, I think I think it's yeah. good to not yeah. have joint accounts. And Me the too. reason why is because you know, I came in this world by myself and most likely I I'll take it. you out of it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like you know. Unless we end up like the notebook, we leaving on our own. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, y'all are gonna end up like the notebook, okay? Because Kirby's softening; she's softening, and so I'm softening. Oh, yeah, you're you gonna end up just like the notebook. Yeah, I just gotta you go are. marry some other dude real quick, and then figure it all out. And then go exactly. I'll just be here in the house chilling. Campaigning. <laughs> he he used to, he was he did stuff around the house. Yeah. He's a handyman. I'll be chilling. Yeah, you'll be chilling. No. Larry is a modern version. He'll be on his PlayStation Five, and I'll come back. And you'll come back, yeah, but like you'll. It'd be like I just imagine an elderly man in his place on his PlayStation Five. <laughs> like you definitely That's have arthritis. You cannot play the way you used to. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like on the couch <laughs> waiting for. Yeah, a but then it will be like just in your head like you'll just be playing with your eyes or something or fully VR yeah and one of my homies might be an alien I'm just saying might be yeah <laughs> big dream y'all yeah, know yeah, like this yeah big dream okay you are not gonna get alright I'm not gonna go into the alien right stuff I'm not going into it alright we know they're real but that's all I'm gonna say wait Naomi what were you gonna ask well I was gonna ask like for both of y'all like are you in general are y'all people who are usually in relationships you tend to have partners you you tend to be booed up, you know, because I I can't get a read on you, Larry. You know, Larry, you seem like kind of your Rolling Stone. You're just you're you're it. You're loving life. You're you're, you're kind of hanging out, and it's like you might meet somebody, but you also strike me as the type of person in your younger days where you'd be like, "What a beautiful weekend we had. Let's never speak again." You know what I mean? Like you're in the Air Force. You're just taking that's lovers. Larry. You're just pulling out of the port. I don't know which with the military. Yeah, does. yeah, no, no. That's that's he definitely. Really yeah, that's definitely it. I mean, like, yeah, relationships are awesome. You know what I mean? And like, when I'm in them, you know, I'm I love to cuddle and kiss and hug. I'm that dude. 
But, you know, outside the relationship, yeah, I think I might be that dude. Yeah, we're quite similar in that. (laughs) I like that, yeah. And were you someone, Kirby, who was like, I got to have a partner? No, I'm like very i thrive on my own and i my partner is like an addition it's like someone i want to be with not someone yeah. i need to be with it's a tree. what's up huh? what'd you say it's a treat a tree what do you mean a tree what do i mean yeah i don't know what you mean what do you mean by that because you love nature that's why you know you're always out you know on your own but what does it mean you say i'm a tree no Never mind. I can't even remember what it was. My attention span is so short. Anyway. <laughs> Larry. Oh, God. This is really giving it to me. I need the listener to know, too. It's like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. So I am just rolling right now. I said these two have been up for three hours because they're people who get things yeah, done. Yeah, you seem like you're they're people like- who, like, wake up with the sun. Like, we rolled out of bed. We medicated all of our animals and made sure that their needs were taken care of and then turned on the computer. That's what our morning So That's because- the morning Larry wants. But I, I am like, all right, sun's up. Time to do it. Let's get at the day. And Larry's like. I've done that. You know what I mean? Like, we used to get up at four in the morning. You know what I mean? I've done that for so long. It's like, all right, cool. I'm out. I'm going to chill. I know what it is to get up like that. Like, nothing changes. You know, everything changes. The day, the day still goes. No, 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 no. Everything changes because when you were doing that, you were in the military. It's completely Mm. different. Now, it's like when I wake up at 5 a.m., it is complete me time. No one, I don't have to even look at my phone. I could go for a walk and leave my phone here. Between the hours of like 5 and 9.30, there's no new emails. It's like, it's almost like stolen time. So it's a completely mm. different thing than like, yeah, you were up at 4 a.m. in the military, but you were doing, you were on someone else's time. That when I'm, it's like my time. But I also think it's about when you're productive. Like, right. I am more productive earlier. I was also born in very early in the morning. I don't know when you were born, but Larry is, he can be productive later. He can go and sit down at 7 p.m. and start working till midnight, or he can sit down at 10 and work through. That's not me. So I just, the mornings is is when I'm like my most me. And by the the evening, I'm like, I got nothing left. I've been up since 5 a.m. I got nothing left at 7 (laughs) p.m. Nothing. (laughs) I think of you as someone who's out and about, like you mean in terms of like socializing, you know, like parties and events and shows and stuff. We've created a story in our head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is made up. Yeah, this is made up. Made up. <laughs> this is how I interview. I tell people what I think, and then they're like, well, "You made it up." We saw each other at that party, which was one of three parties I've been to all year, <clears throat> and they were all within the same few days. It was like we went to like three yeah. parties in five days. I'm not. I love doing things. I am like, and I am. I'm a sucker for an errand. Like, I actually like it. Like, I love the supermarket. I love Dollar Tree. I love, like, I love doing stuff. I love, like, packing my day full of little things and going around. Um, Parties, I'll go if I think it's going to be a good party, which to me, that means good music, good food, and, like, a controlled crowd. You know, like, I'm not just going to roll up to Hollywood Boulevard and go somewhere. I don't, I'm not, I don't need to be out. Like, I don't need that kind of nightlife. If I want to drink, I got them at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't need that. It has to be like, like those parties are nice because you know you're going to see people you know, you know, you're going to see friends. And particularly because we haven't 
I haven't, you know, we haven't been at UCB or we haven't been wherever. I haven't seen certain people. So it was like lovely bumping into you guys. Like, so that, those are the controls that I like. Uh Um, You know, Ego said this thing once. You guys know Ego and Wodim. And I like hang on to it. And I don't even know if she remembers she said it. But one time we were like, I don't know. She was either talking about it or we were somewhere that wasn't good. And she was like, I got to stop doing regular shit. And I think about that all the time. Like when I think if I, about a party, I'm like, I can't, I don't want to just do, I don't just want to go. I'm not going to go and queue up and then be crammed in with people and be sweaty. Like that's not enjoyable. I don't want to do that. I want to go somewhere like how we could sit and eat. Like yeah. that party had great food. The best. We food. sat and just ate. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the entire that ox, night, that ox cheek or whatever that was, that thing was amazing. And the pizza was delicious. The pizza was good. Yeah, that was yeah. why we went Pasta. too. Yeah, so that's why wine that's was the good. Only reason we go to these things is—is is there going to be good yeah. food? And that's what got me. I got COVID yeah. because I took my mask off to jam those <laughs> arancini in my mouth. <laughs> he was loving those. That, that's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. Yes, that was that yeah. was the thing. But it was so funny. But I was like. Because it's because when I saw where it was, I was like, "Oh, we should go because it's it's at that restaurant that people say is so good." Yeah, right. And then that's yeah. the only reason why. But I understand what you mean about controls. I feel that same way too. I think we well, were talking about like relearning to socialize, but there's also like, I really do think I've powered down. The last three three years mm. have made it so I don't have the same energy reserves that I used to, and maybe they'll grow yeah. again. But I kind of don't yeah. really have them, and I yeah have come to just accept that like it's like okay this is a new kind of version it might grow maybe hopefully it might I grow like it too i th- i i feel it right now swelling in me because what i realize is that only because now we can like go to dinner <clears> and do things and again i think because it was my birthday i've had a couple of social things like just sm- i'm not like a big birthday party person no one even knew i've had like a, just a couple dinners it's not your birthday month Oh yeah, you don't do birthday months. I do to myself. I do privately. Like I'll go shopping. I'll go eat wherever. Like it's birthday month, but I don't need like constant attention for it being my birthday because what you're gonna text me happy birthday or send it on Instagram, which is very lovely. I I I accept and um, appreciate the gesture, but um, besides making you feel like. Yay, strangers love me. It doesn't really do anything. I'd rather have birthday month and be like, all right, I don't care what I said. It's Taco Bell tonight. <laughs> like, you know, like I just treat myself the whole month the way I want to treat myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel my reserves growing again, mostly because we have spent the last two years, most of us have spent it, if you have a partner, just with your partner. And mm-hmm. You, it's actually nice. I love being at home. We get on really, like, we love doing, we do a lot of the same things, a lot of different things, but a lot of the same things we enjoy, obviously. But, and I'm sure you've realized this, it has been really nice, again, having separate days and separate experiences. So, like, Larry goes off to work and does a bunch of things, and some of those things I'll know about because he'll come home and tell me, but you can't possibly tell your person everything you did so you just have it we're having like solo experiences again Mm -hmm. and i'm realizing how nice that is and how necessary that is for me to have like separate social outlets yes kirby that's the founding premise of this show said it episode one gotta miss a bitch you gotta miss a bitch you gotta gotta you gotta have separate experiences and come back and talk to each other about those separate experiences you gotta you gotta miss you gotta miss them you have to uh -uh. 
Facts. Facts. Baby, I've been trying to tell you I need to miss you. Facts. <laughs> Wait, can y'all tell me a little bit about when you said you were in London in the early days of lockdown? How long did y'all end up having to stay? Like six months. At my mum's house. Me, Larry, <clears throat> and my mum in a tiny and, flat and in London. Uh, and my nan, and God rest Keanu her soul. No, but he, he wasn't was there when nan. you were there. Oh, he wasn't. He was Not at school. Yeah, he, was, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was locked down at uni. uni. Um, and my nan, who we were looking after, who passed away during the pandemic, oh, um, not COVID related. She was sick for a long time before, but we were like a very odd sitcom. <laughs> it was dope though. It was. Dope. I, I wish, like, literally, I wish I could go back to that. There are moments. Just, I, I it had. Like, it was fun. one of the most. It was one of the best times of my life. It was one yeah. of the hardest times of my life, obviously, because my nan. Yeah, my nan that, is that like she's you know she's the matriarch. She's a Caribbean grandmother. She's like the head of the family. So super dope. It was. Very difficult, but also like what it, it has completely changed my family dynamic. Like it, it brought us mm. together. So like that time, yeah. I, I couldn't even have imagined. Larry and my mom fell in love with each other. They <laughs> they they love each other. Yeah, it was at first sight. It was. <laughs> it was at first sight. They did love each other at first sight. And then had y'all met before you showed up at her house? Larry came to. We were dating for Two about. Months. No, it wasn't two months. Not even two months. Not even Not two even. months because December, remember we met, we went a couple of days. We yeah. weren't really like anything. I forgot because you was real hooked and you was like, yo, you need to come with me to London, baby. You know that's not me. We was it was January and then I had to do some press in London and it was oh, truly cool. like Larry and I had we're still at the point where we were just like what seeing each other every few days. Like we weren't yeah. we weren't we weren't like, even boyfriend, girlfriend yeah. at all. But I was like, oh, I have to go to London. <clears throat> And he was like, you know what? I actually wanted to go to London. Like I had said, I wanted to go to London this year. I'll come with you. It was so casual. And I was like, all right, come, you know, like come with me. And he met my mom. Like literally we hadn't even been dating for two months. He met I my mom. Nan. He met my nan. He met. Nan cooked for me. His, mm. My nan cooked oh, for him. Oh. He met my, um, he met my. I met everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It was, and it was very casual. It really wasn't like I'm introducing. It was just sort of like, oh. Yeah, this is the guy we've been hanging out. He came to London with me. Like it was very casual. Yeah. And once Nan saw me, I knew I was in. <laughs> Nan, Nan sealed the deal. But then the with the pandemic, so you got your relationship kind of got thrown in the accelerator a little bit because the the yeah because yeah. yeah we've been we were together yeah. for a year and a half before yeah. the pandemic. I would yeah. say if you were in the pandemic together in a relationship, that just times that just like times forge your relationship so think if you've been together four years you've probably been together 16 years by now yeah exactly. yeah exactly yeah yeah that's definitely how i felt about the pandemic well it's just funny even though like andy and i now we're coming on 13 years so you know we had hit the 10 wow years. 13 Our years 10 year anniversary was two days before the world went into lockdown right so like we have been together oh my a long god time, but wow. certainly not like this right and like not knowing yes. and it was also you know we had moved from new york so we had been in L.A., I guess, two years, but definitely didn't feel like home in the same way. You know what I mean? It really did yeah. feel like, oh, we're in lockdown kind of in this other place. It's like weird place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also just learning about how we both deal in high stress situations. Like we hadn't had anything to kind of say, oh, this is what yeah. you do in a crisis. And this is what I do in a yeah. crisis. So yeah. Yes. We've been and lucky. What I do in a crisis is apparently uh, – Use uh, wet wipes to wipe down all your groceries. That's apparently what I do in a crisis. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of I that. Think I did that once. No, but then it got to the point where you was like, all right, 
Before you come to the house, take off them clothes. Yeah, because obviously... Let me take off all my clothes. Well, everyone was saying stupid shit. Like, what you got to do is take all your clothes off at the door and that way... And then and drink water. And drink and water. And COVID won't get in because it will be dissolved in your bed. And then we realized these people are brand new like we are. They're just making shit up. And then most of them are just TV presenters. Like, yeah. it's like they don't know anything. Yeah. So we hadn't even heard from scientists at this point. The scientists were like, we need a second to calibrate. Right? Like, yeah, nobody knew nothing. Everyone else was just saying stuff. Yeah, why are we listening to Graham Norton? Yeah, exactly. And that's... And that's when that's when you need the chill though right because baby's over here like you know take off your clothes this and that we went to the supermarket and i was like you gotta take all the clothes off at the door and he was like then i'm not going out anymore (laughs) i don't want to keep taking my clothes off (laughs) see naomi made me do that in new york because of bed bugs oh okay but she's right she is right thank you yeah because i haven't been in new york yet is bed bugs a thing in new york York. bed bugs yeah Bed bugs are terrifying to me. Yeah, they were. Well, and this is the thing, though, too. It wasn't just, oh, because we're in New York. His ass, he tells me, he goes, Mark, his roommate, he goes, Mark has bed bugs. I go, what is so do you? Y'all live together. What's this (laughs) game you playing? Mark has bed bugs. I thought they respected boundaries. They were in his room. It's his fault. He I just talks talking. to him and shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like that his, movie. Those, those yeah. are his pets. I right. thought they had nothing to do with me. He come exactly. in, they playing the PlayStation, cook one cooking <laughs> meals and an apron and shit. <laughs> you want a pet? Like, oh, what's up, Jack? <laughs> yeah. That's what I... And then, so then when... And of course, I was like, okay, so you all have it. Like, I was like, okay, this is what you have to do. You and I'm like, no, it. we don't. No, it's in his... He threw his mattress <laughs> out. It's fine. And then, like, a day later, I see one walk. Like, they're not supposed to come out during the oh. day. They only come out at night. Supposedly. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, like you know, I just saw one in the afternoon just, like, walking <laughs> in the kitchen. And I'm like... Just yeah, they the were day walkers. Yeah. Day walkers. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, it was the blade of bed bugs. They were day walkers. They were like, listen, I do my best work at 5 a.m. I'm productive now. <laughs> he adap- they they yeah. adapted to the light. Yeah. Exactly. And They're going to come get life. that blood. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, like when you have that, like you're like denying reality, and you're denying reality, and you're denying reality, and then suddenly, like reality becomes too real for you to deny, and like everything, yeah. it's like um uh, uh the the Hitchcock zoom, right? Everything comes in like <laughs> like that, like the, yes. the THX sound happens in your head, and you're like, oh, yes, fuck. yeah. Yeah, but I knew that, shit. that was that was when I first got COVID. Remember, I was like, I have a sore throat, but I know I'm fine. I feel terrible, but I I'm fine. It's not COVID. Like you know, like we remember that. And I was like, I I literally woke up with the worst sore throat I've ever had in my whole life. And I was like, babe, I just know for a fact it's not COVID. That's the only <laughs> thing. That's the one thing I'm certain about is it's not COVID. Oh, that it was COVID. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Our ability to deny reality that we are even the four of us, I'm sure very rational people, right? (laughs) Like, it's not like we're sitting here. Like I can understand, like if you were like a QAnon crazy that you would be like, yeah, it's easy. Like, yeah, of course. Real, like reality is whatever I'm saying it is. It's uh, uh, there's a pedophile in the pizza kitchen, whatever. Right. (laughs) You could understand. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Continue. For continue. the people across the pond, uh, uh, Jimmy oh Savile. No, we get, I get it. I, remember, I know what you're talking about the, the pizza gate. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I was with you. I was with you fully. Like all of us be like, yeah, like when I had COVID too, I was just like, well, it's probably allergies. Like that's what I thought up right. until I had like a 102 degree fever. And then yeah. I'm like, uh, well, yeah. maybe it's a cold. Yeah. Really, yeah. Until I had a PCR test. 
that said yes he yeah. had COVID. I was like, oh, it's probably just a bad cold. Uh, like, I kind of thought yeah. it might. I fingers crossed thought it might be too. Like I was kind of like, well, yeah, because we were literally the only two nerds in masks at the party, and I thought the little yeah. moments of arancini couldn't have been enough to get you. And I just hope. But isn't that funny? The mask because ain't doing it. It's, it's like, isn't that so funny? Because the mask, and also it's like, it almost, it was almost like the, the you, you guys wearing a mask at that party was a direct challenge to the universe. Like, it's like you guys said, <laughs> hey, no. And the universe said, I see it and I raise you because uh-huh. no one else is in masks. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. Other people did get it, though, at the party. We did find out at least seven <gasps> other people. They did? So, so it's just like we've got but this we're immune (laughs) but we're just like well whenever people say that they get COVID the week later yeah it's so it's like okay not gonna win on that one now do you want to answer a cue oh yeah let's take a break and when we get back we're gonna answer a listener's question Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends. It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... For comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at Me Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Soft underwear comes in all packages at me undies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to meundies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. 
Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual, but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Kirby and Larry, lovers making it work, living together, <laughs> working together, trying to lift black children up together. Yes. yes. Right? They are now going to help us. Okay, help you. All and right. Now, Kirby, Larry, honey, these people, they call in. They call in. They write in. They say, I've tried everything. Why I'm not? I'm struggling. I'm struggling. <laughs> Why don't I call this podcast and leave a message? That's what they do. <laughs> Okay. All right. Now, uh, this first. One. Why don't I call this podcast? Yes. This huh? one specifically. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Let's try this. I don't know if this. Well, let's see. I just I tried to find stuff that had to deal with like partners, but we'll see. Hey, Andy and Naomi, Lessa Pod. I'll just <gasps> dive right in. I love um, it. I've been with my wonderful partner for a little over a year. We live together. I think for the most part, have a really healthy relationship. Um, when we met. He had been estranged from his dad for about a year. Uh, his dad had said some kind of awful stuff to him about his value as a human being, and my partner set the boundary that they couldn't speak until his dad gave a sincere apology, um, something better than, I'm sorry you got your feelings hurt by that thing that I didn't really say. Uh, and so, yeah, in the time I started dating my partner, and I was getting to know other people in his family, I heard a lot of really negative stuff about his dad, about, you know, having a problem with alcohol, occasional bouts of physical abuse, a lot of manipulation and narcissism, just like not a very pretty picture. Um, But uh, earlier this year, my partner and his dad did meet up and have a conversation and, uh, seemed to reconcile. Uh, I went and met him, which was sort of an apprehensive moment, but it went fine. And when I asked my partner a little more about it, he was like, you know, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. And so I tried to respect that. And uh, about a week after, I sort of asked again and said, you know, are we going to see your dad more? And what's going on? And tell me about it if you want. And he just really didn't want to talk about it. Um but said, yeah, we're, we're going to see him more. And so we have, um, and it's been fine, but he's coming out to visit us for a week. And I'm just feeling so kind of apprehensive about 
this man. Basically, the only thing I know that's changed is that he's sober. Um, and yeah, so I'm just wondering if you have any, have any advice about how to navigate this. Like, I want to respect that my partner doesn't have to share everything about his emotional life with me, but also feel like if I have to have this man in my life, I should know a little more mm. about what my boundaries should be or what kind of relationship to build with his dad and how to protect myself. Um, yeah. So thanks for your time and thanks for your advice. Wow. Okay. <gasps> I love a phone call. I, I really, I didn't, expect, I didn't know it was an actual phone call. Man, I love a phone call. Well, that was a lot. That touched a lot of things in me. Touched on a lot of things touched for you. Touched on a lot you. of things in me. <laughs> Okay. What do you think, Lair? Do you want to share? Share, but remember that. <laughs> share, but remember what? That you know, it's being recorded. You know, some people. You... Well, yeah, some people can just get. Some people can just talk crazy about their family on the internet and just be like, "They've hurt me." No, I, and I, I can mean, say can whatever. I speak freely here? Because, like, I mean, you know, it I don't really, I don't much... really care. Okay, like, I don't really care. I'm, I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say what's on my mind. Like, this person, you know, took time to really put their feelings out there, so I feel like I can do the same. Well. Yeah, this is it. Now, here's our difference. I'm more cautious than Larry is. It has to be done. Uh, in a in a in a metered way. In a metered way, yeah, like in a cool way. Okay, now say your yeah. Bit. I mean, if anything, just just touch my knee. Okay. All right. So <laughs> the secret. Every couple's close. Yep. <laughs> so, like, I can. I am that guy again. I am that dude. the guy. Her, her partner yeah, who yeah, she's yeah. talking about again. Yeah. Though we bring it up, I am that dude. So, my dad was an alcoholic, and I mean, you know, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. They say that, you know, you're forever an alcoholic, even if you are sober forever. Um, we had a lot of battles, like, growing up, you know. Our relationship was always unstable, and, you know, she said something where he hadn't seen him in, like, a year, and similar, before... Like when I left for the military, I didn't see my dad for like five or six years. I was gone. And, you know, we, we started like talking again and he started doing his own thing. He was going over to Africa. Um, and, you know, we would talk real sporadic and, um, I'm gonna fast forward it, but he said something similar to what he said about, you know, I'm not caring about his problems. Um, my daddy called and asked, you know, for some money mm-hmm. at one point. And I was going through some heart stuff. I had uh, two heart surgeries. And and I told him, I said, yeah, I said, Dad, I don't really have the money right now. I'm, you know, trying to deal with his heart surgery stuff. And he was like, man, and call to hear about your problems. He was like, you're going to help me now or what? You know what I mean? And, I'm, and he said it like for real. Yeah. And, you know, I told Kirby and Kirby's like, he didn't say that. Like, you know, like now. She ready to, you know, throw up the, throw up the hands on him, you know. No, no, I love my father-in-law. That's official. That's what I remember. I'm my mother-in-law. I'm my grandmother-in-law. I love all of them. You ain't getting me in trouble over the holidays. You're funny, baby. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's a tough one. I would say. Yeah. It's so, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's tough because also. What it's clearly done in this, in the, in the caller's dynamic is that it, even the, the reuniting of the dad and the, and the son is causing some sort of like rift and 
communication barrier between the couple now Mm -hmm. and that's hard we don't suffer from that like yeah i think you know that behavior we we can talk about we process and we digest but the reason yeah it's because like the person has to be open to talking about it right right yeah yeah her partner has to be open yeah yeah because if if i wasn't i think i talk i I put everything out there but um if i wasn't i'm sure it'd be like an issue you know yeah um, and he's coming to stay and he's coming to stay and because now he's in their space. You know, yeah. Wow. And, and my dad did something similar. What, when he came to stay? Yeah. I wasn't and, here then. Oh, yeah, you weren't here. Yeah, that's right. Well, I would say, okay, for, for, okay well, what would you say for them who, like, the dad's coming to stay? Yeah, I would say, like, honestly, you kind of got to go off of what your partner's given. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, what you know, because it is their parent. So I would yeah, say, like, would, you got to kind of, like, feel the direction that I he's going. I would err in the same, you know I would I mean? err on the same side of caution. And I would go, like, you, you, and I, uh, I'm honestly saying this so that I can hear it myself out loud. Because I'm not good, I'm not good at, like, shutting my mouth. But you kind of have to be an observer a little bit. You, you have, have to be like, an observer. Because you also have to be, not just an observer, you have to be there to be a witness. So if so, some fucked up shit happening... That. They are getting into whatever. Your partner has to be able to come and tell you, like, "Hey, was that fucked up?" Because you were outside of it. You yeah. were sort of like, so that's that's some of your job as well is kind of like being quiet and sort of, uh, you know, like the person. What's that at the in a trial? Yeah, stenographer. Uh, the, stenographer. Uh, stenographer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got the minutes. I, I agree. I agree. I think it's like. Because it's the frustrating thing is, of course, I hear he's coming to visit. I'm like, does he have to stay with y'all? Like, my impulse, because... Yes. Right! I would say, don't have your family stay with you. <laughs> when it's stressful like that. When it's fraught like when that. When it's stress. Yeah. Stressful like yeah. that. Yeah. Because, yeah. That's not here's wrong. The thing too, she, you got to deal with, your partner's going to be stressed the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. So before he get there, even if nothing happened, this is stressful for him. This is like, okay, again, this person who I'm working on letting back in who says he's sober, and the question is, is he sober with a program? Is he a dry drunk? Does he have new tools? We don't know where he's at. Has right? he made amends? Yeah, right, right, like, he may be trying really to. We don't know what that even looks like, right? We just know, okay, he has made this change. But that doesn't make everything all better. You know what I mean? Like, this no, is no, no. But, still him. Yeah, and in the in the dad's eyes, speaking personally, they think it's all good. Yep. Right. They think, you know... It is what it is. And, I'm sober. And I had it rough. It's it's all good. We're all yeah. good now. You know, your feelings were hurt. Yeah. Get over it. I'm good. I'm good. Yep. I, I, I will say, actually, I think it's interesting the point you make about, like, do your family have to stay with you? Because that is a question. And do you have to stay with your family? Because I think, at, you know, we were obviously locked down in London and it was a lovely situation. But I'm staying at Mama House. No, but ideally, my mom hasn't got a lot of space. Like, we, it is nice to say so yeah, much. It nice. is nice when you visit family to go and stay at a hotel so you can choose when mm. you come in and come out mm. you're not like oh you're coming in late who has a key like yep. the, it is it, having some independence is nice yeah. and not feeling underfoot not yep. feeling like oh shit we're sleeping in the living room yeah and everyone needs the living room because that's a common space we got to roll up our bed like yeah. that is nice and it can be a touchy subject for certain people in certain families like oh you're not going to stay with us or oh i can't stay with you but in that situation in particular with the caller i don't think it would be wrong to find this person, yeah, to be like, well, there's these great hotels that are really close. Maybe we don't have the space. I don't know what their living situation is, right. but they really might not have the space, or that could be a good excuse, you know? Yeah. And But it depends on where you're from, because if, you know, depending on where they're from, like, I know Southern hospitality kind of thing yeah, plays a role in that. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, every- I got I to gotta offer my house first before, you know, offering a hotel. Definitely, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, get I that. mean, but yeah, I, I would offer my house. Yeah. So, but I, have a, I also have a very small family. Larry has, a, we have the opposite. He has a huge family. I have a very small family. Literally like these are, obviously I have an extended family, but I'm not as in contact, oh. but these are like the people in my family. I can count on. Right. Or, or say you're, you're, you're pop, right? Like if randomly somehow something happened and then he's like coming, he's about to stay here. I would play it off of you. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be like, you know, cool with pop, talking to pop for real. Maybe I might you say what's would up. Stop. I would. But Larry like, I is would, cool with everyone. I would, Larry will like, have a conversation with everyone. You could be like, like, this man killed my whole family. And Larry be like, hey, what's up? Let me get to know no, who you No, 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 no. If, no, if you say, <laughs> no, if he killed... If he killed his own family, we, we might still be cool. But if, like, <laughs> if he killed my family, if he kills your family, then that's that's different. Right. You know what I mean? But like, what you're I'm right, saying is right. like, I would I would kind of play my reaction off. Yes, like, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're being cool, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be cool. Right, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Right, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, so right. yeah, that's but, that's how you gotta do it. But she can also. But I think it is also different. Like again, because y'all have because the caller they've been together a year and a half, so it's not like it's that long in the scheme of yeah. relationship. The dad really did just pop up like a few months ago and sort of kind of re yeah. his life. You know, I think there is you're well within your right to be like, I'm not comfortable. Like, or it's like, can he do two nights here? Oh, and yeah. Three nights somewhere else? You know, something like that where. Yeah. Oh, but they're living together and they've only been together for a, a year and a half. year and a half. So it's like that right. That's a big step. You know, yeah. that means like, you know, I'm kind of in your shit. You're in my shit. <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, because we weren't we weren't living together. I mean, honestly, conceivably, if it weren't for the pandemic, we might not be living together now. You don't think so? Yeah. Probably well, not. maybe. I mean, you you would you would want me to live with you, and I would have been resisting and wanting to live on my own. <laughs> maybe this is debatable now. <laughs> this is debatable. Who said Who said I loved you first? Maybe I said I love you first because I knew that you wouldn't say it. Because if you said it, you knew you would scare me off. I knew I had to give you permission to say it. Is that not true? I love these dynamics. I love. Is that I love not true? Kirby's having to like soften her heart. Maybe. So you shouldn't have mentioned it. Maybe. <laughs> but how do we? I, I think that I love you came. Don't even. It was like the notebook. Don't even. You know, what? <laughs> it wasn't that notebook. <laughs> he loves a notebook. Oh, yeah, she loves a notebook. But yeah, they got to communicate. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. whether it's a uh, six months in, a year in, whatever, they gotta shut that door and like really talk about it and and okay. see. I was never a big communicator. <laughs> I didn't know how to communicate, and then she taught me how to communicate. So I communicate much better than how I did before. Yes, that's Thank very you. good. So you did the Lord's work. You taught a man to use his words. Is that, that's the hardest. Is that yeah, drama so. school or is that therapy? Where, where, <laughs> yeah, are, you where, learning, you learn- where are you learning to communicate, Kirby? <laughs> I mix techniques. <laughs> I mix them. It's a lot of tell me how you feel. Uh-huh. <laughs> little Uta Hagen, little Freud. Yeah, 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 exactly. We do a lot of mys and back and forth because there's a line. You know, there's yeah. a lot of drama schools and they toy with that line. They're like, <laughs> this is drama school, but we're going to, you know, redo your whole personality. Yeah, because so, yeah, yeah. like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the person like I don't care who it is. You ask me questions and I just don't like to answer people's questions. Oh, yeah. I don't Very know cagey. Yeah. But like I answered. Although you've been very open here. Yeah, and I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I and I haven't been cagey lately. I've been answering questions. Like, but you don't notice the the work I put in. You ain't noticing the work I'm doing. We see uh, it, Larry. We see the work you're doing. You showed up to the podcast. Don't we encourage him, Larry. Do not encourage him. Okay. I'm helping <laughs> you out, Kirby. I'm giving him positive reinforcement. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. Oh yeah, I, I oh. forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I'm being soft. Sorry. Yes, yes. you have done great. I forgot. Thank you. I always forget. And I'm getting cuddles tonight and all that. You got really. You, he's got. Uh, you, I love it. Traumatic parents are very difficult. I know. I got a bad dad too. Yeah. Real drug addict. Yeah. He's off it now, and he's living with his new wife and kids, and everyone's all happy. Who? I'm angry. I will not let it go. <laughs> and I have come to just accept that I was like, oh, yeah. I resent this person and there is nothing that can happen. Yeah. And like, I've tried. And then at one yeah. point in the pandemic, he was sick and they thought he was going to, you know, die. And I was like, okay, I'm going to call him. And like, just, I don't even know what, like, I was like, it wasn't a conversation. I've been trying to work it out on stage, but people are a little resistant. Because I talk about how I'm like, yes, I've imagined the deathbed moment. Where I whisper in his ear, I'll never forgive you. You know, and then that's what he hears before he goes. But then when it came to it, no. I didn't want to have that conversation. Like, I was just like, no, of okay, course let's not. just talk, right? But, but then because that conversation was like fine and pleasant, he has since pulled through and now he wants to be friends. Well, it's the thing that you said where mm. it's just like, they think it's okay. Yeah. They think that everything's fine. Yeah. 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 He hasn't really done any kind of work to apologize or anything like that, but... Nothing. I was going to say, I think for a lot of people, particularly our parents' you age, won't get the it's sort of like, if time has passed, you should let it go. Like, if time has passed, mm-hmm. then we've, we were, we're all over this, right? Which, you know, I think it's probably like so many of the things that we have been taught, we realize that are not real. Like the idea of like the American dream. It's like, sure, for some people it's, and mm-hmm. I even sometimes hazard to say my path because it is, it feels very like the American dream, but it's not for every person who lives that life. There's thousands who don't. It's similar to the whole like time heals all. It's like for a couple people, just the time does. But for most people, mm-hmm. time does not equivalent. Just because the time has passed doesn't mean the feelings or anything has actually been addressed. Right. Right. We have a lot right. of these like monikers that aren't that we've all just been like, yeah, that's true. Money doesn't bring happiness. Sure. But money brings freedom and money brings things that then bring happiness. Like if you can't, <laughs> right. if you don't have enough money, if you don't have enough money for your kids to eat, you're going to be unhappy. But if you have right. enough money and your kids are eating, that will make you happier. Happy. So right. like, right. Who, right. and also money doesn't bring you happiness. Well, why are all these people still rich? Like, why? If it was like, oh, this is making me miserable. Ew. I hate it. Accumulating money for the sake of money. Like, you're getting a high Absolutely. score. Does not bring happiness. No. Absolutely. And if you have a certain amount of money, more money will not bring you happiness. Like, what no. it is is that it's a, we, it's a, we it's are a not. On it. we, yeah, it's almost yeah. like you say the first part of a quote and don't say the rest. Like, absolutely money and it's a number in your account is not the thing that will make you happy it's what you in how you use how it you what use you it. do I, with I, it and i, I think I, I in, in the way the it serves other people yeah it's, it's a tool a, yeah it's, it's a tool a, it's a tool it's a tool you know right 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 mm. yeah but i it's it's really difficult because i alternately am i like i want to be the silent witness like you said when like naomi is dealing with her her parental situation strange dad yeah but also like it makes me furious i want to fight the guy I wanna, yeah uh, you know yeah you know, i mean y'all 13 years now i mean 13 years that's your daddy yeah that's, that's your, your daddy, daddy too daddy. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah 
So, yeah, you got every right to feel. Yeah, her frustration is my frustration too, and her resentment is my resentment too toward this. Guy. That's yeah. what you get in love. You get someone else's resentment. Yeah. Just stay in long enough, you'll get their anger. <laughs> it's my vows. I'm just like my I will. Res- I will hate and resent the same people you hate. I vow to resent the same people you hate. Yourself. Thank you so much. You're that like is that's it for me. That's the forever. Oh, that's vow. true love. That is true love. Yeah, that's true that love. Oh my God, Kirby, Kirby and Larry, Kirby Larry. and Larry. Kir- I was, gonna, I was gonna go Kirby, Larry, Kirby, Kirby Larry, Kirby, Larry. You guys, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank oh you. Oh my God, time. You're wonderful. Oh, yeah, this is like, I think this has genuinely been couples therapy for I us. I can keep talking. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna get Larry to keep talking. Well, I have to go volunteer, and you have to okay. go back. He has to go back and stay in the fence. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna keep talking, babe. You go. No, you're gonna go and stay in that fence. You can get back out there and stay in that fence. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these neighbors where you're just like, yeah, I'm going to go stay in their fence? Oh, no, no. Our fence is like, so Combined. they put up a new fence mm. and they're staying in the front and they're very lovely. We're, we, we're having dinner with them. Tonight. We have, we have an amazing neighbors next door, like truly, truly amazing. Um, but they, they're staining their side of the fence and they're like, we have extra stain. Do you want to do your side? Cause it will, pres- like, even if we just do our side, you know, our side could, could, it would right. not just match, but our side can rock cause it's completely exposed wood. Oh, okay. So they're very kindly like, here, take the rest of it and we'll just have like a staining day. And we chat with them all the time. Like they're like our little aunties. Oh, they, they've told us that they're, <laughs> they're our gay aunties and they literally have become our aunties next door. Yeah. It's so cute. It's really That's cute. Beautiful. That's we beautiful. We love them. Uh, thank yeah. you again for joining us. Y'all the best. And everyone pick up their books. Come on now. Uh, we will see oh, you yeah. Oh, yeah. next week. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.